Welcome to the Light and Free Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia, an energetic female empowerment coach, mentor, and entrepreneur who believes in radical self-acceptance as the foundation to activate our full power and turn our dreams into reality. When we remember and embrace who we truly are at our core, we unleash an infinite power deep within us and rise into our natural state of happiness and abundance. This podcast is for you to inspire, remind, motivate, and empower you to step into your greatness too, become your most unstoppable, authentic, and happy self, and actually create a life beyond your dreams. Let's go. Everybody here on Facebook, I think we're live. Um, welcome, Daniela Arango, as being the first speaker for our summit. I'm so excited to have you. And this is a wonderful conversation to start with the summit. This is going to be so powerful, so deep. Um, and Daniela is going to talk about the integration of spiritual mastery and divine gifts. And I cannot wait to learn more about that. So welcome, Daniela, and the stage is all yours. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. And thank you for putting this event together and for bringing us all together to this space. You're so welcome. And I didn't know it was the first, uh, I was the first speaker. I actually, maybe I should have known, <laughs> but wow. it's an honor. It is an honor. So welcome everybody that it's here and that got together. And it is, it's quite an honor and a privilege to be here and to open up this beautiful event for all of us, because I'm sure the next three days will be deeply transformational and full of so many resources. I think like just being in a space together with, with energies, with uh, like this force of evolution and transformation in its own just creates this like uh, wave of, of love and healing in our lives. So I'm really, really excited to be here. And, and again, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing that I wanted to share, you know, coming into the topic of, of the integration of spirituality, the integration of divine gifts, the integration of um, all that we are into our lives. I wanted to share a little bit about my story. And the first thing for everybody that is here and listening, it's a lot of the times when we come into these events, we, you know, want to get the best of it. And we want to make sure that we write everything down and we want to make sure that we get the best of it. And I want to just to start by reminding you that we always receive what we're meant to receive. And the things that you are not receiving, meaning like maybe things that you forget or things that, you know, you can't integrate right away because in the path of constant growth and evolution, I feel like there's so many things that we could be doing to evolve and to grow. And a lot of the times there is this like mind chatter that it's like, you know, do more, go more. Like there's like this, you know, constant pressure to, with all the tools that are at our disposal to fix and to, you know, check the things out that we've learned. And, and one of the biggest things to understand when it comes to uh, our bodies and how we learn is that it's through practice and through full awareness. So first of all, letting yourself just open up 
to the conversation, to the energy of this transmission, to the energy of this entire event, and not to put pressure in yourself to, you know, force through fixing, but to take the best pieces of nuggets um, and, and codes that resonate with you in this moment, and to let that be enough and, and let that be full of abundance and, and perfect for where you are right now. And I feel like when our bodies and we give ourselves that permission to, wow, this is so beautiful. I'm receiving everything that I need. I'm hearing everything that I need. I'm, you know, I'm open and receptive in my body. It's, it's receiving. I feel like we open up a field and, and we're actually able to integrate a lot more than when we are in this, like, let me fix it. Let me just, you know, do all these things and push it because I want to fix this thing tomorrow especially the things that I'm going to be teaching you today are big concepts that are constant growth and evolution throughout our entire life as I'm going to share with you. So the first thing that I want to do is, you know, to bring your hand to your heart and to just tell yourself like, ah, so happy to be here. So open for what this experience is without expectations, without um, the, the pressure to do something or fix something, but just like the presence of you here and remind your body that, that you are safe and that, you know, just by being in this space is already so much is happening. And then just kind of move your shoulders back a little bit uh, in, in like that activation of the heart center. And then if you feel like you want to, we're going to do a lot of somatics today. So we are going to get into the body um, and to feel some of these things in the body. But if you just want to open your arms and move them back and just kind of like, because we hold a lot of the tension, um, especially when we're learning through the neck, through the shoulders, through the heart and through the ears. So if we just kind of open up a little bit and soften, we're going to have an incredible conversation. We're really going to have a super fun combo. So here we are. And if you feel like you want to do a little bit more of that throughout our time together, you know, feel free to do so. So I'm Daniela Arango and I'm a spiritual mentor and I basically help women who are very, very powerful women with incredible lives and incredible businesses. And they get to a point in which they, they start to like shift their focus and their um, desires towards feeling really good in their bodies, towards connecting to their divinity, to connecting to their inner landscape um, and their shift towards like, I want to know who I truly am. I want to express myself authentically. I want to, you know, line up with my soul's um, path and, and I want to, to develop my psychic abilities and be connected to soul and be connected to, you know, this universe and, and just feel really good and, and allow my inner guidance system to lead my life. And in that point, they either come to me where they're in the brink of their spiritual awakening, uh, which is a really fun stage to move through, or a little bit after that, maybe months or years after that, when they are finding themselves integrating who they've become into their relationships, into their families, into their friends, into their even work and their businesses. Um, and I want to start by saying like this that's the inner work. And that is really the, the ownership of our identity as humans and divine beings. So my work, it's based on this formula that I always teach, which is our human plus our divine self equals magic. We cannot have one or the other. We really got to work with our entirety, which is where the spiritual integration comes in, which is the uh, healing of the human body and the 
understanding of how we work and how we alchemize emotions and and how we really get our vessel to feel really really good and then the activation of our psychic abilities and the integration of soul guidance and divine teams and all those fun things that equal a magical life that equal an integrated life uh, uh, life full of purpose and full of meaning and full of um, just constant growth and evolution that uh, allows us to experience who we are through this uh, body and, and through the experiences that come through. So with that said, the other day on my Instagram, <laughs> and you can still watch it after this if you're curious, um, I went and did a live on Instagram that was about, uh, for the first time, and even when I talk about it, like my body's responding because it was a really, really terrifying experience. Um, for the first time, I was trans-channeling in public and social media. And, you know, keep in mind, I've been trans-channeling for years now. And yet, you know, the public appearance of the vulnerability that it takes for me to be fully uh, because I don't know if some of you know what trans channeling is but trans channeling is basically me allowing my entire body to be guided by source and by uh, multidimensional energies to bring wisdom and translate uh, divine knowledge for for our evolution, meaning the evolution of, of earth and, and us as humans. So anyway, it takes me, it takes for me to completely let go of control and allow my body to sometimes do weird things and sometimes sound very funny, uh, but it's an adjustment of frequencies. So the public appearance of that was huge for me because I had so much mind shatter and so much like oh my goodness um that came through but I did it and 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 it felt so good afterwards and and it really has catapulted my business um, in such an incredible and beautiful way but I would not have been able to do that if it wasn't for the time and this is just when started the time I was in Bali, sitting in the circle with this incredible people in a ceremony, and I was just bawling. And that's when it started. That's when this whole transformation and an apologetic expression of who I am started. It started in Bali, sitting in this circle, bawling, and just looking at everybody and just being like, what is even happening? So to give you a little bit of, of a background of this story, and I'm going to get to what was what was I doing in this circle and, and why was it so big for me. But in this moment that I was sitting in this circle and I was bawling, I had just received a message from spirit, a message that was so clear, more clear than I ever heard anything in my life before. And I found myself just crying so, so much. So bear with me at the time. And this was, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago. I don't remember exactly. But um, at the time, I was a yoga teacher and I had gone to Bali to do another yoga teacher training certificate. It was an advanced teacher training. So it was um, quite a long one. And I actually had a plan to go to India instead. And like a couple of weeks, I think it was like two weeks before I was meant to go. Um, I was like intercepted by this guy that happened to be in one of my yoga classes that told me to go to Bali instead and find this teacher instead. And like literally in two weeks, I shifted everything. I quit my job uh, and I just 
I found myself in Bali after two weeks and I remember it's like, oh, what is even happening? Um, and I just didn't know what this training was was going to be for me. I met the most incredible people in this training. They were so supporting, so loving. My teacher was tough. <laughs> So, so, so tough in the physical and in the mental and in the energetic realm, all of it. So I had gone through like what was one of the biggest spiritual awakenings of my entire life. And by the end of this training in the graduation ceremony, we were sitting in a circle. All of us, all these incredible people that I have just met that we've had to spend. Um, I remember the name of the training was intimacy. Like he had my teacher had named it intimacy intimacy but real deep intimacy I had never cried more I had never you know experienced myself more through that training it was like such an incredible incredible training and at the very end of this training in the graduation we were sitting in this circle all of us and all of us sitting with with a new version of who we were all of us sitting with with so many new things that we've discovered about our capability to feel and our capability of feel connected and our capability of, of change and our capability of evolve. It was such a, such a pivotal time for all of us. And as we're sitting there, I remember saying like, how am I going to integrate all of this when I go back? And then I received this message, the message that made me ball so hard, which was, here is the message. It was so clear. I have never heard anything so clear before. It was a voice behind my head. And it was one of our participants, one of the participants inside of the training, sent me a message telepathically. And the message came through in the back of my head towards my right side. And the message telepathically was, I am going to be there. I'm a little late, but don't start the session with me. Don't start the session without me. I'm there. I'm almost there. And I remember listening to that telepathic message so clearly like she was literally whispering behind me saying tell them that I'm gonna be there in a minute don't start the session without me I'm gonna be there soon and we were about to start the session my teacher was about to say you know it's time for us to move because we had been waiting for her a little while and I remember me I froze when I heard that voice and then after freezing here is the process the mental process that went through my head as I was starting to cry because I was like what if, what if I'm wrong? What if I say this <laughs> and everybody, <laughs> and everybody, that was the first mechanism, the first mechanism. What if I say this out loud and I'm wrong? And we actually don't start the ceremony because I thought that somebody talked to me telepathically. Like I'm going to make a fool of myself. And then I was like, but what if I'm right? And she literally needs me to tell these people, do not start the ceremony so she can be part of the whole thing. And that's when I started crying because I started to notice this mental process that goes in our head when we are being who we authentically are. Because one of the things that we don't understand is that we don't have the same fears as everybody else. What is scary to us is very unique to us. And a lot of the times we feel like everybody walks around fearing the same things or everybody um, walks around with the same level of, of um, fear towards the things of like, you know, I'm going to make a fool of myself or I'm going to, um, what if they don't accept me? What if they judge me? Like all of these things. And, and yes, the fears are really like the fears are usually around this, around the same 
They're the same thing, but very specific to who we really are. So we're always going to be afraid of, of the things that is the expression of our authentic being. Meaning what I started to realize in this moment in my head was like, is this how my life it's going to be now? I'm just going to say things and, you know, I'm just going to like be this witch and I'm just going to be this like weird person and I'm just going to be like, you know, so it was not only about sending the message and sharing the message, but it was about what, but it was about what it meant for me to share this message because the fear of judgment, because the fear of abandonment, because the fear of um, being misunderstood. So as I'm crying and all these things, and I find myself finding the courage to say, just like through tears and through all these things, like she's coming, I think she's coming. <laughs> I don't know how I know this, but I think she's coming. And, you know, fair enough, she comes in like a couple of uh, less than a minute after I said it, she walks to the door and she says, oh, my God, I had no way to call, um, but I'm here. I made it. You know, somebody died in my family last night and it's been it's been crazy. So I don't even know what's happening, but I'm here. I made it. Um, and we were just all like, how did Daniela knew this? <laughs> like what? And then more tears and more fear came about, you know, what does this mean? What are they going to say about me? Uh, what am I going to, how am I going to shove this to my family? How am I going to live now? How am I going to tell my partner about telepathic communication and things that I hear from other people and all of these things? But what I want you to know, and what I want you to take out of this whole thing because the connection of this is that the same thoughts that were going in my head back then, five, six years ago, were the same thoughts that were going in my head last month where I, when I was sharing on my Instagram about pure, about trans channeling. What goes around in our heads about the fear of people not understanding, the fear of people judging, the fear of being wrong, the fear of being misjudged or misunderstood, the fear of being who we truly are and not being accepted. All of those fears are no more normal responses of push, pushing towards the edge of the comfort. Because one of the things that I was teaching in one of my programs uh, this uh, a few weeks ago, it's like who we are, it's not usually who we've been. But we believe that who we've been is who we truly are. But who we've been, most likely, it's a conditioned and it's a programmed system of who we've been around, who uh, we grew up with, our culture, our environment. It's like an accumulation of the things around us and what we needed to do at a certain point of our lives to survive and to uh, to be uh, a functional, functional beings. So awakening into who we truly are, what we call like the wake, the, the spiritual awakening is the chattering of all of the things that we thought kept us safe and all of the things that we thought we were into the evolution of being who we truly are and recognizing that we are going to be loved and we are going to be safe and we are going to be, um, uh, an asset to the collective, the more authentic we are, who we truly, the more authentic we are to who we really are. Because 
what I've noticed throughout my journey and, you know, there's been many stages in my life in which I have to share a little piece of who I am more and more and more. And I come across this like um, mental process of what if, what if, what if, what if, you know, all these fears. And it's through the inner work that I have done in myself that I was able to do that on Instagram publicly to my social media. And yes, it was a still a scary, but I had the emotional intelligence to move through it. I have done so much work to understand when to share and how to share and, and how to hold on to who I am and be a sovereign leader and a sovereign being, regardless of the external situation and regardless of the potential outcomes that could come out of me being who I am. So it truly is like the inner work and, and the spiritual awakening. It's such a process that, you know, a lot of the times it's like, because it's destabilizing and the fact that like, our whole identity can change. It takes so much support and so much um, um, patience to move through it, but it's, it's, it's one of the most fun things uh, and exciting things that um, we get to move through because the reward of all of this is, first of all, liberating ourselves. Uh, and second of all, nowadays, it's really crazy because um, my cousin called me the other day and he was saying like, oh, Daniela, I want you to do one of those sessions with angels. And, and I want you to, I want to talk to my grandfather and like all of these things. I, I would love to just, you know, for you to do this, like, you know, energy thing in me. And, you know, for my cousin to, to share that with me and to feel safe for me to, to, or for him to show that and say that it's huge because I grew up in a family in which, um, one of my aunts from my mom's side, she was a medium and my entire family for many, many, many years didn't accept her and didn't um, understood her. And we're always saying that she was a little cuckoo and she was a little crazy and, and that, you know, who believes in those things. And I grew up with that impression of, you know, you're not respected and you're not loved when you are a little different, when you are a little weird. So I had to move through all those fears of sharing my true identity in a way that felt safe to me and in a way that I knew I was going to be loved no matter what, and that my liberation is liberation of other people. And so again, you know, nowadays when my mom calls me and she's like, you know, when are we going to schedule another session? And my whole family is rooting for my multi multiple six figure spiritual business. And, and my family really understands who I am and, and honors my boundaries of needing a lot of a space um, and not being available all the time. And just who I've become and they accept that and they love me for that. And it has been a journey of really understanding that. But like I said, the, the reward of that is living a life that is for us. <laughs> and when we live a life that is for us and that is true to who we truly are, then it's a gift for everybody that gets to witness us because we give the freedom and the permission for other people to do the same when the truth is all of us is that's what we truly desire we truly desire to be our weird self we truly desire to be you know all the things that we don't allow ourselves to be because of what other people would say in judgment and whatever so one of the things that I believe that is the first step towards integrating 
and and sometimes with these things I cannot be like as dramatic as I just shared in my story they can be a little bit like uh more settled like when you're going to share something on Instagram you know you make sure that it's um filtered enough for people to accept you or filtered enough for people to understand your language um, or when you're sharing something and, and, and being with your client and you receive a message of intuitive you don't know if you should share you don't know how much you should share you don't know what language to use like there is so many sneaky ways in which this you know self mechanism or self-protection mechanism of of this integration of the identity of who we truly are that comes along in our journey and that really sometimes reduces or diminishes the power of our work and the power of who we truly are because I can't even imagine like if I hadn't really been able to share my identity of you know talking to aliens and talking to energies and seeing energies I read people like books it's really easy for me uh, to feel energies and sense energies and know exactly what's happening beyond the physical and it's really easy for me to bridge the energetics with the or the ethereal world and the unseen world with the real 3D world. And I can't even think what I, you know, what my business will be like, what I would be doing if it wasn't to sharing this and, and to, to allowing myself to be because I feel so free now. Uh, I don't have to hide from my partner. My partner knows who I am and and exactly and I can share and I can cry and I can be and I can dance and I can talk about all these things and the same with my family I can talk about these things I can be my weird self which is just basically who I am I can do that with my clients I can do that with my work I don't have to have like different identities this is who I am this is who I am and this is what I want to share with everybody that it's like that integration of their spirituality the thing is, spirituality has come, has become more and more and more, you know, modern <laughs> or like media streamed and uh, accepted per se. But the thing is, is that we still carry wounds from our ancestors and we still carry um, a lot of coding towards it being dangerous, towards it being not accepted, towards it being, you know, whatever the coding was. So it is a beautiful process to move through and to liberate literally our DNA and our chain of, of family tree from the full expression because as much as we are human and we can see when we look at our bodies how human we are um we are equally divine and equally spirit and equally uh, magical so that's one of the things that I wanted to share. And the first step towards that, I believe, is the emotional intelligence to be able to carry ourselves against adversity because we will encounter adversity when we are sharing our soul, when we are sharing our truth, when we are sharing what we feel cold to, and when we shift a little bit our businesses and our lives towards following our soul. A lot of the times we believe that whatever feels easy, whatever feels the most easy, but the truth is, is that our soul, it's out of our, like our soul guidance and our spiritual integration is outside of our comfort zone. So it's not always what comes the easiest because as humans who like comfort, what comes the easiest a lot of the times is what keeps us in comfort. So 
following our path and following our soul takes a lot of emotional intelligence and it takes a lot of understanding how we truly work and how we feel safe in our bodies in order to do the scary things of for me showing up on social media and trans channeling uh, for me and for the world so we can all receive pure light and pure messages from divine so one of the things that I want to do with you is First of all, that integration and that emotional intelligence is something that I teach in one of my signature programs that teaches about the, the first piece of the equation, human plus divine equals magic. So the human piece is the piece that I teach, which I believe is the first piece of all of this um, to, the, to the integration of and liberation of all that we are. But what I want to share with you right now, it's a piece of that course that teaches about emotional intelligence and teaches about the connection to our bodies and the liberation through the alchemy of emotions. So I want to share with you one of the practices that for me has helped me accept and connect to all the different pieces of who I am. And is a really just fun practice that sometimes I do in the morning uh, or in the evening. I like to do it in the morning because it gets me in a flow. <laughs> it gets me feeling real good in my body. So I wanna share that with you. And it is actually a somatic practice. It is a movement, it is a dance. So I'm gonna guide you through that. And then um, I guess we can move through questions or any, anything that comes through this conversation. Um, I'm happy that, you know, as you listen to my words and as you listen to my story and as you are in my energy, that you, that there is a part of you that is activated. There is a part of you that understands like this is a normal process that we all move through. All we've got to do with this process of integration of a spirituality and the activation of our, uh, of our divine gifts and our psychic abilities is to understand, first of all, that we can be safe in the body as it moves through, that it may be a little scary, which is going to be fine, but it also, it comes with the most beautiful reward. Um, so I hope that you feel some of that in the body. <laughs> so I'm going to get up so that I can share with you um, some of the things you can't see my face. Here we are. Uh, some of the things of the somatic practice. The first thing that I want you to do is when you stand up, just kind of bend your knees a little bit. Um, when we're standing and we're locking the knees, the body is already rigid. The body's like, okay, ready to, to do whatever we're meant to do. But when we soften the knees, we're letting the body know we're not doing anything. We're not, you know, tackling anything. We're just in the moment. We're just here. We're like, here. So just bend your knees a little bit and roll the shoulders back. Ah, take a few breaths in and out if you want through the mouth or through the nose. And the first thing that I want you to do, we're going to do a 360. So the first thing is when you look in the in front of you, I want you to look at if you have a business, uh, if you were like as if you're going to social media and you have your all your community in front of you, or if you have a nine to five, you're going to the work and you see all your coworkers in front of you. Um, just like the people, the people, the outside world, just picture it in front of you. And then I just want you to like start to move your body in a way 
that it kind of loosens up a little bit and it's, it's in front of everybody like everybody's like literally eyes on you and I just want you to like move the body a little bit and notice how you how you show up notice what there's like what not necessarily what they're seeing, but what you believe they are seeing, how you are allowing yourself to show yourself to the world. So just take a mental note of like, okay, so this is normally how I would show up on social media. Like I would show up and I'm just going to make this up. I would show up very serious and I would show up very professional and I would show up very open with the heart and very tall. Just kind of notice, notice that Take a notice that when there's people in front of you, how does that change your posture? How does that change your energy? How does that change how you, you take yourself and you walk yourself and you hold yourself? I'm going to give you three breaths there. I will burp. And I will yawn as we do this exercise because when we're moving energy and alchemizing energy and I'm holding a space, uh, that's my way of releasing for the collective. So don't make it, you know, if it happens, it's not that <laughs> there is something wrong, but that's the way I move energy. So just notice that and then and pause the movement just for a moment, pause the movement, look at the people in front of you and then look at yourself and notice how you present yourself. Take a deep breath in the body, inhale and exhale. Then you're gonna to turn to the left all the way, which I guess for you is that, but turn to the left. And when you turn to the left, what you're gonna do is you're gonna allow yourself to close your eyes. I'm gonna just face you, but we are in the left. You're gonna close your eyes when you face the left and you're just gonna start moving a little bit slower, right and left, right and left, right and left. And we're going to start activating in this left side of you. We're going to spend time and connect to the seductress inside of you, the sexual, sensual being that you are, the sassy, potent, intense energy of who you are that like... Um, flirty and sensual and feminine and goddess of who you are. So as you are spending time with that side of who you are on the left side, you can even caress yourself with your hands and you can just allow the archetype in that part of who you are to drop in the body. Tell her to show you how you move and how you hold yourself and who you are in your seductress, sensual, flirty goddess, feminine energy. And you've noticed that a lot of the times we get really serious with these practices. So if you can just make a smile. <laughs> smile a little and just have fun with this piece of you and maybe she wants to get a little flirtatious or she wants to move her hips or she wants to open her shoulders but let her drop in the body let her be expressed through the movements of the body I'm going to give you a couple more breaths here and eventually you can take as much time as you want with this but you know for the sake of time we're going to move quite quickly through all of them so take a deep breath in. 
and a deep breath out. One more deep breath in and deep breath out. From the left side and just kind of stop the movement and, and, and come back to neutrality, come back to, to, <clears throat> to stillness. And then we're gonna turn all the way to the back. You're gonna face the back. I'm gonna face you again, but face the back for you. And then when you face the back, I want you to bring your hands and give yourself a hug. You can either give yourself a hug or you can actually hold your elbows, whichever one feels better. Sometimes I do shoulders, sometimes I do elbows. And what we're gonna spend time with is the piece of you that is your inner child, the piece of you that is your shadow, the piece of you that is the vulnerable, the hidden, the piece of you that is soft, the piece of you that is vulnerable, the piece of you that wants love and attention and to be held. So allow the archetype to drop. Allow the archetype to be there and ask this archetype what it desires, what it wants, what it needs. A lot of the times for me, the inner child wants to dance with me or wants to be held or wants to be hugged and wants to be loved. And sometimes the shadow side has many things to say that it just wants to say, it just wants to have a voice and to be heard and to be witnessed. So allow yourself to spend some time and allow that archetype to, to drop in the body and to spend some time with this sensitive, vulnerable piece of you, part of you. If you want to hug, you hug yourself. If you wants to dance, you dance. If you wants to talk, you listen. A few more breaths here. Sometimes I feel the shadow and the inner child in the belly. Sometimes in the heart, sometimes in front of me. Sometimes as a voice. So allow this to come in any form that it does. And if it comes right away and it's very clear and beautiful, otherwise know that the more and more you do this exercise, the more these archetypes will drop in your body more clearly. Find yourself back into a more neutral position and find stillness again and take a breath. And then you're gonna turn again, this time again to the left, but we'll be the right side for you. So turn again. Turn to the left, then you're going to find yourself facing the other side, which will be your right side, if you're looking in front. And then I'm going to look again, but just, you know, complete the cycle, <laughs> because it's basically your left side, your back side, your right side, and then we come back here. But before we come back, let's do the side. So in this side that we are here right now, I just want you to start to shake things out. <sighs> 
just want you to shake things out a little bit and just kind of like let it go a little bit. So this is the side of us that is the personality of us that sometimes we don't share like the silly piece, like the, the you know, ah, I don't care, you know, the, the more like fun piece of us that it's, you know, sometimes it's even like the badass, like, ah, you know, I got this and, and this is funny. And <laughs> so notice that there is a part of your personality that not everybody gets like the funny, quirky, um, silly piece of you and just kind of shake it a little bit like it's a, it's a party, it's a dance, just shake it a little bit. <laughs> and what it would be like to like share this silly, quirky, weirdo, <laughs> sometimes sassy, <laughs> bossy piece of you and just kind of share it and shake it and just be with her and maybe even laugh. I find myself laughing a lot when we when, when I allow that archetype to come through, that piece that doesn't take things too seriously <laughs> and just laughs. <laughs> oh, that brings like the joy in everything. I'm going to give you two breaths there with that archetype as it drops into your body. Shake it, move it, dance it. The piece of your, of your personality that sometimes you feel like, ah, oh, not for everybody. It's not professional enough uh, and all the things. So last breath, inhale. And then exhale. And then the final piece is that you're going to come right where you started. And you're going to look in front of you. Take a deep breath. You're going to look in front of you. And you're going to see everyone in front of you. And what I want you to notice, and I want you to close your eyes. As you know, everybody's in front of you. And I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to do a dance. This is for homework. Do a dance in which you incorporate all of these pieces of who you are. The sensual, sexual seductress, goddess, feminine, the child, the inner shadow, the, the, the vulnerable part of who you are and the part of your personality, the quirky, silly, you know, uh, unique piece of you and bring all of it together and notice how much you're able to integrate all of those parts into who you are and how you show yourself into how you lead your business and how you lead your relationships and how you lead your conversations and how you show up and how you walk and how you hold your body in front of people. How maybe you're already starting to notice that when you allow yourself to incorporate all of this and you show up, you show up very differently. It's like more you, it's like there's more space, there's more freedom to be. There's something that said that I could not agree more, which is we can only meet people as deep as we've met ourselves. And this is very true because the more we liberate pieces of who we are, the more we're able to hold people in other pieces of who they are because there's less projection, there's less judgment, there is more space and expression. So this practice can take long time or short time. It really is up to you, but it is a practice that's going to eventually, and for me, it really changed the way I was able to show up and I was able to bring my entirety to the table. And sometimes at the beginning, it was like a little awkward to move through these pieces of who I am. And I was like, 
like a little restrictive in my body. And the more and more and more I dedicate it to this practice, not every day because there's nothing that I do every day, but as often as I'm called, as often as I desire it, the more and more I soften into the practice and therefore I soften more into myself. So I hope that you take this, make it really simple and you try it out. And if it feels good to you, that you come back to this practice many times to allow yourself to start to alchemize some of the rigidity and the restrictions that you've moved through and that you put on yourself when it comes to showing your authenticity and, and the integration of all that you are, which is the human spirit equals magic. Thank you so much for being here. It has been such a pleasure. <laughs> This was so amazing. This was so beautiful, Daniela. I really thank you so much for sharing this amazing exercise with all of us. And I feel in your whole in your whole talk, there were like so many good nuggets in there for everybody. And I truly love how you have really embodied being your true authentic self. And it's also something that I talk many times about with my clients, because I truly believe if we have the courage to really open up as who we are at our core, we all would live in a totally different world. And I so agree more. this topic is so important. So thank you so much for sharing all of that. Um, I really want to open the space for all the people watching. If you have any questions for Daniela, write them in the chat. We're happy to, to answer them here. Um, while I give you the time to do that, um, I also really wanted to dive back into what you were saying, like um, who we are is not who we've been. I really found that so beautiful because yeah, we all, we all probably grew up with those codings that you were mentioning too, right? So it's a process for all of us to really kind of unlearn the coding and reconnect back to our souls into the divine self, I think you call it. Um, yeah. So I think we're all on the same journey kind of. So I really appreciate you sharing that exercise with us. I think one of the things that I want to add to that is, you know, a lot of the times when we are changing and evolving and remembering and coming back home to our truth, one of the biggest things that I've noticed is that people are like, that's not you. Mm. Either from our families or from our friend or from people that have known us for a very long time. It's like, that's not you. Like you, that's, that's not you. Um, that's not who I remember you as. And one of the things that my partner shared with me, I think it was like a couple of years back when he was saying, how long have you lived with your family? And I was like, well, I lived with my family, you know, with my dad until I was, um, I think until I was 15 and then uh, with my mom until I was um, 18. And then, you know, I've been with him for nine years. We've been together for nine years. So I've been living, you know, on my own for a very long time and I'm 30 years old now. So he was saying, you know, who knows? Cause sometimes we're like, oh, my family knows me better and, and people really know me, but it's like, not really who, who, who we really are. It's not who we used to be when we lived with our parents, when we lived with our families, when we lived with our roommate in, in college or whatever. So we have the fear of being judgment from other people that we think they know us or they think 
you know, they know us, but the truth is, it's like, that's not who we truly are most of the time. And we're, you know, attached to that identity feeling that we're going to be judged. But the truth is, is that that was just who we were back then, but not anymore. Mm, that's so true. That's so true. Um, one other thing that came up for me, because I also experienced that in my own journey, like when we start with this divine awakening with the spiritual awakening and become back to or come back to the person that we are at our core a lot of the times as you were just saying people in our surrounding might be a bit um, what's the right word here like they might find it a little bit strange because they have known us for so many years in a different way and then also sometimes, even if we learn all those concepts and awaken and everything, we get so excited. At least that's the case for me. But then not everybody around us shares that excitement. And sometimes it creates even more insecurity within us because then we get to show like we're on this growth journey now, but apparently nobody else is sharing that with me. Do you have any suggestions for maybe people watching um, how to how to handle situations like that when the people around you don't share like the same interests in terms of personal growth yeah and this is this is a big question but from a spiritual perspective and, and from my work and what I believe and what I've moved through what I what I think about these things is the understanding that when we are evolving we are going to trigger people the understanding is how or, or the, the, the point is how we carry ourselves through that trigger. Because when we are leaders and we're going through a path of evolution and we're standing for something, there's going to be adversity. There's going to be people that don't agree. There's going to be people that are going to be triggered. And the question is, who are we actually standing for? Is it for them or is it for us or is it for our community? So is the emotional intelligence and having the support to really come back to the understanding that if we weren't triggering people, we were just people pleasing them. So the fact that we are and that people are, are, are you know, having this, may, maybe not sharing the same excitement, just means that we are changing and evolving. And the other thing, and this is something I literally teach this through one of my courses of how to share and how to be like literally this thing that you just ask. But one of the things that I would say is that we've got to be able to hold transformational space for people, meaning we've got to be able to not, for people to not agree and to still be able to be around us. Yeah. We don't, like the thing is like, we believe that everybody has to agree and everybody has to love and everybody has to accept. The truth is we don't agree and accept with who they are most of the times because we're saying, well, I am right and I know the things and you are not doing the work and you're whatever. So what we're doing is we're being really actually like, hypocrites so the thing is that we've got to understand that we have our own right to have feelings and they have their own right to have feelings and we can coexist together and and this is something that I did very surely in one of my I actually wanted to share this as a it's an intro transmission that I did um, less than a year ago that was one of the most powerful transmissions that's called lead the way it's the art of holding transformational space for people and for yourself as a sovereign leader. And this is a transmission that you can find in my, in my um, social media and my website that's called Lead the Way, Holding Transformational Space for People, and it's $77. So it's a 90 minute transmission and it really is 
so potent. I truly 100% recommend it. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, yeah, I feel that's so important, um, like dealing with the world or how people are reacting to our own growth journey around us. Um, we don't have any more other questions. We have a couple of minutes left, so I would just ask one myself. Um, something, something that always comes up, like that I keep hearing from so many people around me too, is when we hear people channeling, and I know like you're doing this um, um, trans transmission channeling, I think you're calling it, right? Like yep. talking through, like being guided, like being, like allowing source to flow through you, I guess. Um, like a lot of people are like, how do you learn to channel? Like, how do you learn to receive those information? Like, do you have any suggestion or any advice for them? Yes, I actually have a whole program <laughs> that's called Pure Channel, where I teach you how to trans channel and how to channel. But what I would say for everybody that is listening is we all have that ability. It's not something that, you know, I give you. It's not something that, you know, you, you don't have and you're going to go get somewhere. It's something that it is. But what it is, is learning how to drop everything that is protecting you from doing it effortlessly. Everything that you are uh, hiding and everything that you're protecting and all the whatever it is within your system that it's protecting you from that natural gift ability which is channeling because we are source we are we literally have source in our bodies so it is like an impossible for us to not be connected to something beyond our physical body because we are something beyond the, our physical body. So when it comes to channeling and trans-channeling, it is really a journey of surrendering into what we're protecting ourselves, into what we think could happen, into you know ways in which we have built up yeah. uh, walls against our natural nature. Mm. Yeah. So it's liberation, it's like liberation, authentic expression, being who we are and just allowing things to, to move through, which is a whole journey. This is so beautiful because this seems like the more we surrender, the more we show ourselves in an authentic way, the more we actually get and receive this guidance from the universe, this guidance from source and all those messages. Is that what you're saying? Yes, basically, because a lot of the times when we're operating just in our human technology, which is the technology of emotion, the technology of, you know, perception, like 3D perception and interrelationship as, you know, <clears throat> communications through voice and all the things, the more we're just working on the human body, we're just like in survival kind of thing, like trying to get through the day, trying to get approval, feeling like we've got to do our entire lives by our own and we've got to make things happen. We have this like control. So the thing about just operating with that, it's like understanding how we can soften and, and understand that we're not trying to survive anymore. We're trying to be. And the more we be, the more we be through the regulation of our, of our bodies, then the the divine peace drops, then the, the, it's like the guidance is able to, to come through effortlessly. Yeah. 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 And one thing that I want to say, sorry, one thing, cause it just came through and I wrote it down cause I didn't want to forget is one of the things that comes when we're doing this, um, 
transformation of who we are and becoming all of those things. One of the things that I've noticed is like, people will notice that we've changed, not by us proving that we've changed, but how we react. Yeah. Meaning how we react to people not agreeing, how we react to people questioning, how we react in our social gatherings, in our businesses, in our families, how we react is really the evidence of all the inner work that we've done. Yeah, that's that to totally resonates because it's again, it's more of who we are being rather than what we are doing and it having it be effortless and just being ourselves. So we don't like when we are our true selves, we don't have to prove ourselves any longer, right? So, yeah. So, exactly. So powerful. Yes. Okay, Daniela, thank you so, so much. This was such a wonderful opening for the summit. I really thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. Um, you're in the group with us. So all the people watching and who want to might reach, reach out to you can find you, I guess, through your social media in there. There anything else yes they can find me on instagram which is i mean i'm i'm in facebook too but instagram is this platform that i use the most and in social in instagram i am uh, my handle it's i am daniela arango and i also have a podcast where i share the bridge between the energetic world and the unseen world and the mystical world with our human self and our everyday life and the podcast is called Mystic Podcast. So maybe I'll leave the link for anybody who wants to dive into this cosmic conversations and mystic conversations a little longer. Yes, perfect. You can just write it in the comments of this video, I guess. And then- Yeah, perfect. Find you there. Great. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I truly love this conversation and have the most amazing day. And everybody else, we see you in a minute for the next speaker, which is gonna be Kelly. Thank you, Patricia. You're an angel. Thank you so much for this. And thank you, everybody, for being here and sharing energy with me. Bye-bye, love. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Light and Free Podcast. If you enjoy this show, please help me out by rating and reviewing it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so that more people can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about living your free life, head over to my Instagram or my website at Patricia Jasmine Bergman or patriciajasminebergman.com where you'll find more inspiration and potential ways to work together to make your dream life happen too. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love. Have an amazing day. Bye.